0: Welcome to Music History Monday for August 1st, 2022. I'm Bob Greenberg, and the title for today's podcast is The Prodigal Bach, His Prodigal Daughter, and the Box of Oklahoma. If you haven't already, please consider joining me on my subscription site at patreon.com slash robertgreenbergmusic where I blog, vlog, podcast, pontificate, review, and bloviate four to six times a week. We mark the death on August 1st, 1784, 238 years ago today, of the German composer and organist Wilhelm Friedemann Bach in Berlin at the age of 73. Born in the central German city of Weimar, On November 22nd, 1710, Wilhelm Friedemann Bach, who from here on we will refer to as Friedemann Bach, was the second child and first son of Johann Sebastian Bach, who from this point forward we will refer to as Sebastian Bach. Friedemann Bach was a gifted musician the equal, in my opinion, to his more famous brothers, Carl Philip Emanuel and Johann Christian Bach. But unlike his brothers, Friedemann harbored personal demons that poisoned his relationships with others and led to his financial ruin later in his life. We'll discuss these issues in detail in tomorrow's Dr. Bob Prescribes post, as well as the singular disaster Friedman's poverty eventually wrought when he chose to sell off so many of his father's precious musical manuscripts, which were then lost for all time. For the remainder of this post, we're going to shift our focus to Friedmann Bach's only surviving child. His daughter, Friederika Sophia who was born in the Saxon city of Halle today in central Germany on February 27th, 1757. On the move. On May 29, 1746, Friedemann Bach took up the position of organist at the Liebfrauenkirche in Halle. On February 25th, 1751, The 40-year-old Bach married Dorothea Elizabeth Georgie, 1725 to 1791. Though the couple eventually had three children, only one survived her infancy. Her name was Friederika Sophia Bach. After unsuccessfully trying to find a new job for many years, Friedemann walked off his job in Halle in 1771 with no new prospects of employment. After kicking around Germany for three years, the family settled in Berlin in 1774 where Friedemann lived in increasing poverty and abject bitterness until his death on August 1st, 1784, 238 years ago today. It was there in Berlin that Friedemann Bach's daughter, Friedrika Sophia, married on February 10th, 1793, some eight and a half years after his death. She was, at the time, nearly 36 years old. Her husband was one Johann Schmidt. Four years her junior, he was a professional soldier in the employ of the Prussian army. On February 5th, 1793, five days before their wedding, the couple had a daughter, which they named Sophia Dorothea. Two years later, on March 30, 1797, they saw the birth of another daughter, this one named Sophia Friederike. For the next four years, through 1801, Prussian army records indicate that Friederike Sophia Bach Schmidt and her two daughters were the dependents of the musketeer Johann Schmidt. And then, then in 1802, though Schmidt's daughters continued to be listed as his dependents, his wife, Friedemann Bach's daughter, Friedrika Sophia, disappeared from the records. For the next 178 years, it was presumed that Friederica Sophia had died sometime in 1801 or 1802. If you Google Friederica Sophia Bach, you will be told at WikiTree in an entry modified on March 6, 2022, that she did indeed die in 1801. A link is provided, but. Her death was not registered by either the civil, church, or military authorities in Berlin. All we know is that her children continue to live with their father, Johann Schmidt, who remarried in 1805. Her name was Louise Friedrika Holtzhausen, a 30-year-old previously unmarried daughter of another soldier. William H. Scheide, 1914 to 2014. William Scheide was a musician, a Princeton graduate, class of 1936, a resident of Princeton, New Jersey, and a fabulously wealthy philanthropist who retired at the age of 42 and spent a significant portion of the remainder of his long life giving his money away. Scheide, was a huge fan of the music of Sebastian Bach, and among the Bach-oriented organizations he funded was one called the Bach Aria Group. In 1979, Scheide was with the group in North Carolina for a concert when he was approached by a woman who identified herself as Lydia du Chateau, 1905 to 1986, who told him that she was a descendant of none other than Wilhelm Friedemann Bach. Properly skeptical, Scheide referred Ms. Duchateau to Professor Christoph Wolff, born in 1940, the leading Bach scholar of his generation. Though a professor at Harvard, Wolff spent a lot of time at Princeton in the 1970s. I took a Bach course with him there in 1974, which I aced, thank you very much. Working with Lydia Duchateau, her son, Philippe Duchateau, and in conjunction with the Bach Archive in Leipzig, Wolf unraveled a mystery that had stood for nearly 200 years. In fact, Friedemann Bach's daughter, Friedricha Sophia Bach-Schmidt, didn't die in 1801 or 1802. Rather, her entire life had been marked by such a degree of, quote, unconventional, adventuresome behavior, unquote, a euphemism for profligate promiscuity and out-of-wedlock pregnancies, that no member of her devout Lutheran family had been willing to talk about her publicly for 178 years, from the time of her presumed death in 1801 until 1979. Here's the scoop. Again, Friedemann Bach's only surviving child, his daughter, Friederike Sophia, was born in the Saxon city of Halle on February 27th, 1757. Okay, it seems that in 1780 the unmarried 23-year-old Friederike Sophia gave birth to her first child, a son, something the family had managed to keep hushed up for 200 years. Berlin parish archives dug up in 1980 confirmed this family embarrassment, recording the birth on November 5th, 1780, of an illegitimate son to, quote, Friedrika Sophia Bach, daughter of a musicus, a musician, from Halle, unquote. Nothing is known of the father, nor what happened to the boy, writes Christoph Wolf, Quote, the incident took place almost four years before Wilhelm Friedmann Bach's death, and it must be assumed that he and his wife were well aware of the rash and heedless activities of their 23 year old daughter. Her behavior, in turn, may not have been unaffected by the unsteady conduct of Friedmann Bach's own life, unquote. As previously observed, the nearly 36-year-old Friedrika Sophia married a soldier named Johann Schmidt on February 10, 1795, five days after having given birth to her second child, a daughter. Two years later, on March 30th, 1797, they saw the birth of another daughter. And then things get complicated. Sometime in 1798, the exact date is unknown. Friedrika Sophia Bach Schmidt gave birth to yet another daughter. This one was named Carolyn Beata. The father was not Friederica Sophia's husband, the soldier Johann Schmidt, but rather a textile designer known only by the family name of Schwarz Schultz, with whom Friedrika Sophia was having an affair. It appears that Friedrica Sophia rather quickly married this Schwarzschulz guy, presumably to legitimize her daughter, Carolyn Beata. In the process, she became Friedrika Sophia Bach Schmidt Schwarzschulz. But we are clueless, clueless, as to how she arranged her life during her affair with Schwarzschultz and immediately after the birth of her daughter, Carolyn Beata in 1798. Did she separate from the soldier Johann Schmidt? As there's no record of a separation or a divorce, we must assume that she was a bigamist. Neither do we know precisely when she abandoned her husband and two daughters in Berlin, only that by 1802 Friedrika Sophia Schmidt had disappeared from the records of the Prussian army and was presumed dead. But she was alive and well, living under the name of Friedrika Sophia Schwarzschultz with her new husband and daughter, Caroline Beata, in the Silesian town of Zulechow, roughly 100 miles southeast of Berlin. Today, Zulicow is the Polish city of Sulicow. Carolyn Beata Schwarzschultz, born illegitimately in 1798, thanks to her mother's affair with the textile designer, what's his name, Schwarzschultz, was the great-grandmother of Lydia du Chateau, the woman who sought out William Scheide at that concert in North Carolina in 1979. Just to make clear the connections, this means that Wilhelm Friedemann Bach was Lydia du Chateau's great-great-grandfather, and that Johann Sebastian Bach was her great-great-great-grandfather. Now, stay with me. Sometime between 1822 and 1826, Friedrika Sophia's daughter, Caroline Beata Schwarzschultz, married a Lutheran clothmaker named Johann Gustav Friedemann. We don't know the exact date of their marriage because the Zulachau parish records were destroyed during World War II. Neither do we know when Friedrika Sophia and her husband, Schwartz Schultz, died. But from here, the family's subsequent genealogy becomes clear. I do believe you will find the family's odyssey and eventual landing place of some interest. After their marriage, Carolyn Biata and Johann Gustav Friedemann moved to Zgierz, a textile manufacturing center in the district of Lodz, Poland. From there, members of the family moved to western Ukraine, which was then part of the Russian Empire and heavily populated by Lutheran Germans. Finally, from there, Carolyn Beata and Johann Gustav Friedemann's son. Wilhelm Friedemann, no doubt named for his grandfather, Wilhelm Friedemann Bach, and his extended family pulled up stakes from Ukraine and emigrated to the United States, settling in Oklahoma. As Christoph Wolf points out, quote, their many descendants can all legitimately claim Wilhelm Friedemann Bach's daughter, Friedrika as their ancestress, and therefore, link up directly with the family of Johann Sebastian Bach, unquote. A little heartbreak. Excuse me, but the following is just too painful for me to relate. Thank you, Christoph Wolf, for volunteering to tell the story. Quote, among her possessions, Friederike Sophia Schwartz kept and treasured a number of items that originally belonged to her father, Wilhelm Friedemann Bach. She passed the collection on to her daughter, Caroline Beata, who kept it throughout the stations of her life from Prussia to Poland and Ukraine. Caroline, in turn, left it to her youngest son, Wilhelm Friedemann, most likely because of the name connection, who later transported it across the Atlantic to the American Midwest. Lydia Duchateau, his granddaughter and a sixth generation descendant of Johann Sebastian Bach, inherited the old wooden trunk which held the family's collection of Wilhelm Friedman Bach memorabilia. However, as she, Lydia Duchateau, reported with much embarrassment, and deep regret. This trunk was lost around 1950 in connection with a family move to a new residence in Highland Park, Illinois, on the lake shore north of Chicago. It was probably accidentally discarded and destroyed, or perhaps stolen. At any rate, it never turned up again. The fact that none of the items ever showed up on the antiquarian market or anywhere else during the past several decades strongly suggests that they no longer exist and were indeed destroyed." Unquote. Lydia du Chateau painfully recalled the contents of the trunk, which included the following. A pastel portrait, roughly 24 inches by 20 inches, of Wilhelm Friedemann Bach. A notebook. With musical exercises for the young Wilhelm Friedemann, with annotations written by his father, Johann Sebastian. Those annotations include, quote, dreimal, to be repeated three times, and, quote, du bist ein, or "mine gutes Jungelchen, meaning you are a, or my. Good little boy. The trunk contained a music manuscript with square notes, which Christoph Wolff believes to be part of a cantata written by Sebastian Bach in 1709 for the Mulhausen Town Council, a cantata, now lost. Also in the trunk were various medals, likely given to Wilhelm Friedmann Bach by various aristocratic patrons. There was as well a diary and notes by Friederica Sophia Bach, with character sketches of her father, describing him as, quote, a sad and deeply religious man, unquote. In closing, a momentary, if bittersweet, reflection. To repeat, among the items in the lost trunk was a child's music notebook with exercises on which Sebastian Bach himself wrote, quote, You are my good little boy, unquote. What could possibly be sweeter and more telling vis-à-vis the relationship between Bach father and son than that inscription? Wilhelm Friedemann Bach, who was so profligate with his own music and his father's manuscripts, preserved that little music notebook with its inscriptions from his father to the day he died. How heartbreaking and how touching. What a tragedy to have lost that notebook. Thank you. To sample and download one or all of my many courses on subjects musical produced by The Great Courses slash The Teaching Company, please visit my website at robertgreenbergmusic.com.